Hello and welcome to the GTR News Brief. It's Wednesday, January 20th, and here are a few of the top stories from the world of trade and trade finance this week. Rabobank plans to streamline its trade and commodity finance offering by terminating operations in London, Shanghai and Sydney, GTR can reveal. In a letter to clients sent on January the 11th, the Netherlands-based lender says efforts to make its trade finance offering more cost-effective have been accelerated by rapidly changing global markets due to the COVID pandemic, trade wars and changing banking landscape. In addition, significant fraud and default cases in our line of business have forced us to carefully review our organisation, it says. GTR understands that other wholesale banking activities in London, Shanghai and Sydney will continue. Pressure is mounting against fintech firm Triteras over the performance of its blockchain-based trade finance platform Kratos. A new short-seller report from hedge fund Phase 2 Partners claims that the company has understated the proportion of transactions carried out by companies linked to its directors. The fund alleges that nearly two-thirds of Kratos-based trades between June 2019 and August 2020 were carried out by companies controlled by senior figures at Triteras. Triteras has denied these allegations in a statement and says that suggestions its trade volumes have suffered a precipitous drop are untrue. In other news, in its 16th annual Global Risks report, the World Economic Forum has stressed the inequalities and challenges that countries and their exporters face in the recovery from the pandemic, as well as the continued threat to business of climate change and geopolitical tensions. According to the research, in the short term, infectious diseases and livelihood crises are the biggest risks in the world, followed by extreme weather events, cyber security failure and digital inequality. For business, the economic, technological and reputational pressures of COVID-19 are driving a disorderly shakeout, threatening to create a large cohort of workers and companies that are left behind in the markets of the future, the report says. Now we take a closer look at a major story from last week. British manufacturers say that adapting to a new trading relationship with the EU poses the greatest risk to their 2021 business plans, despite the two parties agreeing a last-gasp trade deal in late December. According to a major industry survey carried out by PwC and Make UK, a trade body representing the manufacturing sector, businesses will again be faced with a myriad of challenges this year after months of adapting to COVID-19 containment measures. Earlier, I spoke to senior reporter John Basquill to find out more. So this was a survey of 206 UK companies that are involved in manufacturing. Um, it was The survey was carried out in November uh, last year by Make UK, um, an industry association that represents the, the manufacturing sector, uh, along with PwC. Um, and essentially, the conclusion uh, generally was that 2020 was a challenging year for the manufacturing sector, largely because of the pandemic, uh, which obviously that, that won't come as a surprise. Um, uh, but more specifically, um, it was uh, around the sudden disruption to supply chains uh, and to demand and to working practices. Um, but 
The report says that by the time the survey was carried out, firms had largely adjusted to, you know, working from home where possible, that kind of thing, and it generally looked at how to make supply chains more agile and more resilient. Um, uh, and then uh, in the background to all of that, you have the prospect of a vaccine for COVID-19 being being rolled out during 2021. So um, actually it was it was... It was the new trading relationship, as you say, between the, the UK and the EU that was presented as more of a concern for this year. So at the time the survey was carried out, we didn't know whether a trade agreement would actually be reached in time. But what the report says is many manufacturers in the UK have only ever known what it's like trading within the European single market and the customs union. Uh, so even if a deal was agreed without tariffs and quotas, which, as we now know, was the case, uh, a significant change was inevitable anyway. Um, uh, in practical terms, um, about half of the companies surveyed said they were worried about the potential impact of customs delays uh, or other paperwork uh, around shipping and receiving goods. 39% said they were worried that having to meet EU regulations on imports uh, would increase their costs. And 31% said they expected significant upward pressure on input costs. And that's all as a result of the new trading relationship um, with the EU. Uh, basically, as the European Commission said when the deal was signed, the trade agreement between the UK and the EU is welcome news, but ultimately it is still introducing barriers to trade that weren't there before. And John, is there any optimism among businesses? Might they look to export to other countries outside the EU more? Yeah, there, there's still plenty of optimism. Um, so I already meant, mentioned the vaccine, uh, but around Brexit as well. Uh, the survey found uh, that around a quarter of manufacturers in the UK are expecting their exports to the US to increase this year. Um, <clears throat> the report says they're hoping for a free trade agreement with the US uh, relatively quickly under the new uh, Biden administration. Um Around the same amount, a quarter or so, also expects growth in exports to the Asia-Pacific region. Uh, interestingly, there's actually more optimism um, around manufacturing itself than around the wider economy. Around half the company surveyed said they expected conditions in their industry to improve, but only a third expected improvements in the global or UK economies. And John, how might the UK government help exporters in the coming year or years ahead? Is there currently sufficient support for their exporting businesses in place? Yeah, so this is a question that comes up a lot, as, as our readers will know. Um, one of the conclusions from the report, uh, this is from the perspective of, of Make UK, is there needs to be a strategic vision from the government uh, in the UK that cements the role of industry in the economy. Um, they're calling for an industrial strategy and they're saying that should look ahead for at least a decade. Um, in terms of exports specifically, there was actually another report put out recently by the British Exporters Association, or BEXA, um, that specifically looked at the support provided by UK Export Finance, UKEF, um, which generally, it said, has become very good. Uh, there were a few suggestions for further improvements that would help exporters. So a couple of examples would be um, support for suppliers based on letters of credit, um, offering the UKEF general export finance facility on a, on a revolving credit basis. Um, but beyond export credit agency support, BEXA raised concerns about the government's export strategy from 2018. So that was the, um, that was the vision set out by Theresa May, who was prime minister at the time, that, uh, that aimed to increase the proportion of GDP that comes from exports, uh, among other things. Uh, since then, the strategy has come in for a fair bit of criticism. And in this latest report, 
the association says it seems to have ground to a halt. COVID is obviously still raging and restrictions are in place to control the spread of the virus in countries around the world. Surely a number of UK businesses also cited the pandemic as a major risk this year. Yeah, of course. Um, So I talked about optimism earlier, uh, but that's not the whole story. So on the same day uh, as the Make UK study was published, um, there was a separate study published by the FSB, the Federation of, of Small Businesses, Um, And that survey found 5% of SMEs expect to close their doors permanently this year. Um, That's from a survey of of 1,400 companies. Uh, Also of those, about a quarter have already cut staff numbers. Um, And then specifically for SMEs that are involved in exporting, about half say they expect their international sales to drop in the first quarter of this year compared to Q1 2020. Um, and in response to in response to those concerns, the FSB says uh, it wants to see better support measures from the government, um, like those we saw in March and April last year when the first national lockdown was announced. Thanks for listening to this episode of the GTR News Brief. We'll have more stories from the world of trade and trade finance soon. The music used for this episode was provided by Kevin McLeod with his track Loopster, as well as South London Hi-Fi with their track Sunrise Drive. Thanks for listening.